scary and creepy. Happy Halloween. <laughs> now here's your host, Eddie B. The witches dance 
and the spooks from far and near will gather and make merry for Halloween is here. That's right, folks. Get that heat up. Crack them eggs. You know the drill. We got a spooky one for you today. And it's time for the sun. We now have the 2022 World Series on deck. That's right. Game one going down tonight. Folks, who do you got? The Houston cheating Astros against the Philadelphia Filmies. What a series. We're looking forward to this one. As we know, the Yankees going into this whole thing was the fan favorites as they get swept by the cheating Astros last series. And then, of course, an exciting series there for the Phillies in San Diego. San Diego only able to squeeze out one game, but the stage is set. The players are ready. Who will come out on top, folks? We are going to break down all the World Series games right here next week on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast so excited folks our pick right here on the podcast we're hoping for a good series but we're gonna have to go towards those cheating astros we think houston in six that's gonna be our pick like i said we'll break it all down starting right here next week on the podcast keeping it going here on the sunny side up let's go to the mba Going from the World Series to the court as we're talking NBA and six, seven games into this early season. Something starting to show form already as the LA Fakers. Big, big concerns out there out west as they start 0-4 off the top. Some fans very, very concerned. Others 
not even batting an eye at it. Also, big things going down there in the NBA here in this early start. How about my boy Ja Morant, my man, putting up 50 early and very, very easily could be the top pick for the MVP runner. But don't look too fast because right here, the reigning, defending, two-time, two-time MVP Joker, that's right, he's been putting up solid, solid numbers, also triple doubles, I might add, that's right, tying, and now putting himself up on the mantle as possibly the best triple double player in ever NBA history, that will be wait to see, but we know this, things are starting out very, very fast, like I said, two very big stars to keep your eye out on the MVP, on the MVP race, but Let's talk about how the stats are setting here in the early start. Points per game. The leader right now from Memphis is John Morant at 35.3 points a game. Over on the rebound side in Minnesota, it's going to be Rudy Gobert. He's got 15.3 rebounds per game. The assist, they're down in Atlanta. How about Trey Young? He's averaging 11.7 assists and dimes per game. Then the blocks, how about Brooke Lopez? That's right, the guy from the Simpsons. Up in Milwaukee, he's got three and a half per game. And then on the steel side, it's Atlanta's Deontay Murray. He's got 3.3, folks. That is your leaders right now in the early start in the NBA. Of course, we'll dive a lot more into it as the season picks up. We'll keep you up to date with all the winners, losers, stories, anything you need to know coming out of the hoop side right here on the best. Breakfast Wrestling and Sports, keeping it going here on the sunny side. Let's switch things up from the court and go to the pond. Frenier has to score like Panarin did to keep this alive. And Lafreniere keep the Rangers alive. On Georgiev to the forehand. Save made by Georgiev. And he celebrates a win against his old team here at the Garden. There you have it. Earlier action on the pond as things are starting to get slick in the NHL. You heard the Avs knocking off the Rangers in a shootout earlier this week. But things are also heating up in all the other divisions. Let's talk about who's on top. How about on the Metro? It's going to be Carolina. Out there in the Atlantic, it's Boston. Dallas, they're on top in the Central. Vegas is on top in the Pacific. Right now, folks, those are the four teams that are hot and heavy here in the early start in the NHL 2022-23 season. Now, as we do here on the E's and B's, let's talk about those Three games you must watch this weekend, starting off first. Game number one, Winnipeg. They'll be traveling to Arizona Friday night, 10.30 Eastern on ESPN and Hulu. Then game number two, how about the New York Rangers? They'll be traveling to Dallas, 2 p.m. Saturday on NHL Network. And game number three, how about Toronto versus Los Angeles, 7 p.m. Saturday NHL Network, folks. Those are your three games of the week to watch. Make sure you guys check them out. We'll give you all the winners, losers, and everything you need to know, plus next week's three games right here on the best 
Breakfast Wrestling and Sports. Keeping it going. Let's switch it up. Go from the pond to the gridiron. That's right. Coming off of a crazy. Crazy two weeks in the college world, folks. A lot of shuffling going around there in that top ten. Of course, we talked a lot last week of Tennessee knocking off Alabama. Alabama bouncing back this last week and throttling their opponents. But before we talk anything else, let's dive into how that top ten looks as we set going into this weekend. How about number ten, USC? Number nine is going to be Oklahoma State. Eight, Oregon. 7, TCU, 6, Alabama, 5's going to be Clemson, 4, still Michigan, 3, Tennessee, 2, Ohio State, and still on top, it's the reigning defending champion, Georgia Bulldogs, that's right folks, that's how the top 10 sets before we go into this weekend, and as we always do, we're going to give you three college football games you must check out. This weekend, there on Saturday, starting off game number one. Number two, Ohio State. They'll be traveling to Penn State. That's right, a Big Ten rival. Can the Penn State Nittany Lions be the spoiler for Ohio State? We'll have to wait and see. Game two, it's the number 19, Kentucky. Wildcats. They'll be traveling not too far. How about to the Tennessee Volunteers? That's right, number six, Tennessee. Can Kentucky spoil things there in Tennessee? And last but not least, the third game of the weekend. We're going back to the Big Ten. That's right. This time, Michigan State, a struggling Michigan State. They'll be traveling right around the same town. That's right. There to Ann Arbor as they'll be taking on the number four Michigan Wolverines, folks. Michigan State and Michigan, always a good game. Make sure you guys check that out. We'll have all the winners, losers, and any top 10 shakeups right here for the college world next week on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's stay on the gridiron and bump it up a level. That's right. And talk some NFL week seven. Around pretty quickly with, with without really a whole lot of good players, and then they got better players in, and they got outstanding on defense. This is going to be intercepted by the rookie Gordon. Kyler Gordon just runs out of gas, but another takeaway by the Chicago defense, and another one of those young players from this year's rookie class. There you have it. Congratulations to the Chicago Bears. Shocking the world there. Ending week seven on Monday night. Beating the New England Cheaters. That's right. Knocking them off. Surprising everybody. We had some surprises there in week seven. Let's dive right into the winners and losers. Starting right off with that Thursday night game last week. How about the cards? Knocking off the Saints. 42-34. 42-34. Then we have the Ravens over the Browns, 23-20. Panthers surprising everybody, shocking the world with a backup quarterback, knocking off the Bucks, 21-3. Tom Brady did not even throw a touchdown. Mark that down. Also, we had the Bengals over the Falcons, 35-17. The Cowgirls over the Lions, 24-6. Giants over the Jags, 23-17. Titans over the Colts, 19-10. 
Washington over the Packers. Another surpriser. That's right. I said Washington over the Packers. Packers struggling right now. Then we got the Jets over the Browns, 16-9. The Raiders over the Texans, 38-20. The Seahawks still rolling. They beat the Chargers, 37-23. The Chiefs, they knocked off the 49ers, 44-23. My Dolphins with two back under the helm. That's right. They surprised everybody there. Sunday night, knocking off the Steelers, 16-10. Should have been way more than that. Welcome back to a, and then of course there, as we heard on Monday night, the Bears knocking off the Pats. The Bears, 33-14, that's right, what a shocker, folks. A lot of shaking and baking going on in the NFL, QBs are the creepy situations, that's right, a lot of things changing around, as we know, announced just earlier this week, how about this, Ellenberger, Sam Ellenberger will now be starting there or your Indianapolis craps, I mean the Colts, he'll be knocking off Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, a little bit of injury situation. Plus, we also heard this was the situation going to happen no matter if there was an injury. So, very, very shaky situation for the Colts. Also, like I said, P.J. Walker stepping up big time there in Carolina, replacing Baker Mayfield. He might be the permanent replacement. And, of course, we know right here in Denver, Ripken, replacing Wilson right now. Wilson with a hamstring and some other shoulder injury things going on. But we also know maybe a rude awakening there for Russell. And last but not least, who is going to be the QB there in New Orleans? Is it going to be the Red Dud or the Smoking Winstons? Who knows, folks? We'll have all those stories, winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of the NFL Week 8 right here on The Best. Breakfast Wrestling, keeping it going here on the sunny side up. Let's switch things up from the gridiron and go to the track and talk some racing. Kyle Larson has led 198 laps today. He will lead 199 if he can close it out. He goes all the way to the bottom of the racetrack through one and two. As dominant as a car as Kyle Larson has been at this racetrack so many times, his best finish has been second. That is until today. Kyle Larson comes off turn four, and Larson will win at Homestead, Miami. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations to the number five machine of Kyle Larson. Pulling off the big win there last weekend in Miami at Homestead. Of course, another non-playoff deciding winner winning a race here in the final stages of this year's NASCAR season. Of course, narrowing it down, we get into this weekend is the last, that's right, deciding race before we go to the championship race next weekend in Phoenix. But this weekend, they're at the paperclip, that's right, Martinsville. This weekend, short track style, we're going to have some rough and rugged racing going on. Here is how the top eight set going into this weekend. Of course, only four will advance to Phoenix. Already setting in there, we know the crybaby machine, 22 of Joey Logano. He's setting ready for Phoenix, but let's talk about who is desperate for a win this weekend, starting off in eight. The number 14th machine of Chase Briscoe. He is 63 points out. 
Then the seventh spot is the 20 car of Christopher Bell. He's only 52 points out. In the sixth spot, it's the 12 machine of Ryan. Squeeze him in, Blaney. He's 37 points back. In the fifth spot, the last spot out. That's right, the number 11 car of Denny Hamlin. He's 24 points back. Now in, that's right, in the fourth spot, the 24 machine of Bill Byron. That's right, William Byron. He's five points to the good. Then in the third spot, it's the fan favorite, number nine machine of Chase Elliott. He is eight points to the good. Then in the second spot, it's the number one machine of Ross. Crash him up, Chastain. He is 16 points to the good. And like I said, on top in the one spot, it's the 22 car of Joey. Cry, baby, Logano, folks. That's how it sets going into Martinsville this weekend. I expect fireworks. That's right. Christopher Bell, maybe Chase Briscoe, any of those guys trying anything and everything to get the win, to get into Phoenix, to have a chance to win the covet NASCAR championship, folks. We'll have all the wrecks, fights, winners, losers, and everything you need to know leading up to the final right there in Phoenix, right here on the best. Breakfast Wrestling and Sports, keeping it going here. Let's talk some more roundy round. How about going down this weekend? That's right, in Nashville, it's the All-American 400. The super late models and all the CRA divisions will be in the building. That's right, folks. They'll be battling out for the guitars. We know Bubba Pollard, maybe Ty Majeski, some of the local, some of the Sammy Smith, Chandler Smith, maybe some of the great. Late model drivers will be on the property. Keep your eyes out. It's one of the last big races of the year before we start talking about the snowflake and snowball. That's right. It's the All-American 400, and we will have the winner and losers right here next week on the podcast. Keeping it going. Let's switch things up and go from the roundy round world to the strip. That's right. Drag racing. Some no prep talk right here. How about last weekend as we talked all kinds of races going on across the country from coast to coast. That's right. Carolina, Michigan, Texas, you name it. Big, big races. That's right. And up there in Michigan at Agadana Dragway, they had a big, big race, a big banger for turn and burn. That's right. Filling trailer, filling trailer full of smoke. That's how good this thing was. That's right. And in the end, we had... In the end, we had one of the biggest, baddest Final Fours we've all been wishing for all season long. That's right. These guys stayed away from each other to get down to the Final Four. It was Beater Bomb, Boost 12, Hate Tank, and Side Bitch. That's right. All four guys coming down to the Finals. But when it was said and done, Boost 12 and Beater Bomb in the Finals and Beater Bomb getting the win. Congratulations to Team Beater Bomb and all who the help there on a badass race. Shout out to Jasper Graham and Turn and Burn putting on an amazing, amazing race. Make sure you guys check out Jasper Graham and Turn and Burn for all this, the stuff you need from him. Also, last weekend, how about it, KD? That's right, Midnight Madness, the Ohio legend. That's right, Caleb Miller pulling it off. Congratulations to him on an outstanding win there last weekend at Midnight Madness. Also, down in Texas, the race that seemed like it was never going to end reminded me kind of a War in the Woods type. That's right. The H-Town throwdown going down last weekend. Shout out to Limpy and the boys. Limpy, my man, on his feet for many, many hours. Congratulations to get through that. 
but a bad, badass display going on. 205 entries last weekend down there at H-Town, folks. Woo! Congratulations to those guys on being able to admit that many cars to a race. What an outstanding job on their part. But when it was all said and done, that's right, the boys down in Texas getting it done in the big tire. Congratulations to Jason Rank and then over in the small tire. How about his partner in crime? That's right, they call him Callie. Nate, congratulations to those guys on a solid, solid win last weekend down at H-Town, putting up with the windy weather. Of course, a long, long night into Sunday. Congratulations to those guys on an outstanding, standing weekend. And then last but not least, the last race last weekend, how about down in North Carolina? That's right, at Wilkesboro, it was Full tilt going on. That's right. Some heavy, heavy hitters in the building. How about Patches? Willie Dynamite. Hustling horsepower. And this man, the baddest man on the block last weekend. That's right. Taking home the belt and the money. Congratulations to Team Meatball, Butterface, and Alan Thompson. Congratulations to them on an outstanding run there for the money. Taking it home. Great, great job knocking off some very big, heavy hitters. And, of course, there in the end, they had a pour-your-own puddle. Later on that night there at the same track, we want to shout out Patches. Congratulations to him getting that win there later that night. Unfortunately for him, just didn't have enough earlier that day to take that belt away from Allen. But congratulations to Team Meatball. They are moving. That's right. Bad fast that team is right now. Folks, going down this weekend... All kinds of good racing is wrapping up, so make sure you guys, if you get that last chance, you get out, check out all your favorites all across the nation, right there, the no prep world. How about pacemakers? They got a race going down. Limpy's going to be in Mexico. That's right. Check out Limpy and all his live feeds for that. Also, up north again, one more time, it's Detroit Hood TV's Pour Your Own Puddle at Agadana. Make sure you guys check that out in the big race of the weekend. The one most of the big dogs will be traveling to going down there in Tennessee. That's right, at Crossville. It's the tear at the Ville, folks. Check all of our favorites like No Prep Felons, Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson, Stage Lane Productions. Everybody out there, make sure you go give them a follow. Keep up with all the great action going down this weekend. No Prep, small tires across the nation. We'll have all the winners, stories, and everything you need to know right here next week. On the best. That's right. Keeping it going. Just a couple more things before we get to this week's meet. How about the last race going down this weekend? That's right. MPK Season 5. The final going down there in Anus, Texas. And folks, the pressure is on. That's right. The heat is on. The heat's on Ryan Martin and Team Fireball. Team Fireball as they're holding on to a 80-point lead going into this weekend. Over Kai Kelly and Team Nola. Kai Kelly trying everything possible. Of course, last week the big question was he was back in his old car. That's right, the car that he sold to his good buddy. He was driving that one because his original car, the frame cracked. So in order to finish out strong, he felt like he had to get into the old car and give it all he's got for this weekend. That's right, going down Enos, Texas. It's the final, folks. MPK Season 5. Are we going to have back 
to back to back, or are we going to have a first-timer coming out this weekend? Make sure you guys check it out. Follow Upshift. No prep. Felons will be live on the property. Go get my boy. Bob Rice, all the support. He'll have all the racing going on this weekend live there in Texas from MPK Season 5, the final, folks. We'll talk about it right here next week on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up the sunny side. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to keep the spirit going. That's right. It's the spooky spirit. Halloween talk on the meat. You're listening to the E. And these podcasts. Welcome to the Spooky Breakfast 3, that's right, this week, honoring, of course, everybody's favorite spooky holiday, Halloween, and this year on the Spooky Breakfast 3, we're going to dive into some of our favorite things to talk about, that's right, we're going to talk, that's right, we're going to talk the top five movies, the top five Halloween costumes, and the top five favorite candies, along with the three best songs you ever hear each and every Halloween. That's right, folks. And I hear on the meet this week, let's drive right into it. How about the top five candies? How about these are my favorite things that you get each and every Halloween, not necessarily brands or other th- stuff like that. This is what I came up with. The top five things each and, ha- each and every Halloween we look forward to, not only as kids, but maybe even as some adults. How about number five? Those fancy teeth or mouth designs that are made out of wax. I look forward to seeing those each and every year in the kids' basket just to see what kind of styles they can come home with. The spooky, the funny, whatever it may be. I love that part. Each and every year, I look forward to that. How about four? I'm always a sucker for any kind of gummies. That's right, any kind of Halloween gummies. I am always a sucker for any of those. Number three, how about this? I love it when you get to a house and you get more than one piece. That's right. Don't be stingy this year, folks. Give out more than one piece of candy to those kids, especially if you got small pieces that you're handing out. I understand times are tough. Money might be tight. But, hey, Halloween only happens once a year. Number two, always a classic. You cannot come home and dump out your bag without having M&Ms. Each and every year, folks, we look forward to seeing how many bags of M&Ms we can gather on Halloween. And last but not least, another one tra- tracking back to for all of you people out there handing it out. The best thing, a candy thing that can happen on Halloween is, that's right, full candy bars, folks. Make sure if you can do that out there, 
Make those kids happy. Give them full candy bars. That will make their day on Halloween along with the rest of that candy in the bag. Those are our top five candy things to do on Halloween. Keeping it going here on the meat. Let's talk, let's talk about the top three Halloween songs. That's right. Three Halloween songs that you must hear. You heard one coming into the meat segment here. How about Ghostbusters? It's the third favorite song on Halloween to be played. Number two. The Monster Mash. That's right. You heard that also here on the E's and B's earlier. The Monster Mash is the second favorite song to be played on Halloween. And number one, let me guess. You all probably can't guess it. How about Thriller? That's right. Michael Jackson's Thriller, the number one favorite Halloween song played each and every year for everyone out there. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about the top five costumes. Of course, this is something that's not my favorite. I'll talk about my favorite costumes before we end this piece, but we're going to talk about the Internet's top five costumes going into this year's Halloween, starting off with number five. Well, plain and simple for all you people out there, it's a fairy. That's right. Fairies is number five. Number four, very popular show. Don't know much about it. Haven't watched one episode. How about Stranger Things? I know my kids would probably be mad if I said that, but it's the truth. Stranger Things is the fourth most popular item for costumes this year. Three, how about this one? I I could dig this one. The blow-up dinosaur. That's right. The one where you walk around as the blown-up dinosaur. Or heck, I like the one where you're riding the dinosaur or the animal. Those are my favorite. I think those are hilarious. Number two, this is back to the kid's side. How about Spider-Man? That's right. Spider-Man being the number two most bought costume here in 2022. And on top, the number one, folks, that's right, the best costume to buy for Halloween in 2022 is none other than a witch. Crazy stuff there. I know that definitely separates certain people, but that's just what I looked up online. How about, let's keep it moving. We're going to talk about the last thing. This is well I looked up online. It is the top Halloween movies that you must watch this weekend, folks, before Monday. Starting off with number five, it's The Witches from 1990. Number four, my favorite, The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That's right. Charlie Brown's The Great Pumpkin is number four. Number three, this is Sadie Jane, The Destroyer's favorite movie. How about The Nightmare Before Christmas? That's the third favorite Halloween movie. Number two, ooh, Halloween, that's right, 1987, just regular, plain old Halloween, that's number two. And on top, the top movie you must watch this Halloween season, this weekend, well, it's none other than What We Do in the Shadows. That's the top five Halloween movies for 2022, folks. I got to say, I don't know if I'll be watching many of those, but we want to know all about it from you listeners out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, pass the gravy, spread that butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell somebody about this podcast. Last thing I got here on the meet before we get to my favorite segment. How about this? My favorite costume. What was your favorite costume as a kid or growing up? My favorite costume as a kid. Well, I had to think back and think very hard. I had so many that I had to choose from. But I got to say, my favorite, I got to say, was when I was very young, probably eight years old, I was the G.I. Joe soldier. 
And I gotta say, that was my favorite costume as a kid. And I gotta, I gotta think that it was mainly because of the face paint and the weapons that came with it. Back then was a very cool thing, very popular, along with Rambo. All kinds of cool costumes. Ninjas was very cool. And of course, all your, uh, action heroes as well. But back then as a kid, having that face paint on, the bandana, the big fake knife, the gun, whatever you had, it was super cool, and you felt like you were on top of the world and nobody could hurt you when you had that on. That was my favorite kid costume. Now, let me fast forward to an adult where I'm at this day. I gotta say, recently, probably about six, seven years back, we had a family costume party, and uh, I gotta shout out my cousins and all that, but my favorite adult costume has to be... Mm. Yeah, the Macho Man Randy Savage. That's what I went as back in the day. That's obviously one of my favorite wrestlers. So very, very cool stuff, folks. Let me know what your guys' favorites are and what you're going to be maybe this year. That's going to be it right now this week on The Meat. Wrapping it up, we're going to get to my favorite segment coming up next and talk some wrestling. You're listening to The E. And bees podcast. Is Holy a movie? It's not funny. You were scared, weren't you? I wasn't that scared. You were scared. Smackdown, Bray Wyatt giving another confession, this time a little bit different, closing some of those ends that he left open the week before. Very, very interesting stuff coming off in an amazing week of wrestling in the wrestling world there. How about WWE style as we talk? Obviously, leading up, we are just one, folks. That's right, counting one week away from Crown Jewel, Logan Paul, Roman Reigns, Osmos. 
Braun Strowman, all kinds of big bangers going to be going down. Of course, we will break down that card right here next week on the podcast. But let's talk a little bit about some things that went down this week on Raw. How about the Women's Championship? It changed hands. That's right. Bailey defeating Bianca Belair in a ladders match, but not before she got a little bit of help and not wanted help as well. Nikki Cross, that's right, former Nikki Ass, I mean Ash, making her return, flying from the top of the uh, turnbuckle, distracting Bianca, holding her down after a crossbody, giving the opportunity for Bailey to get up there and win that belt. Of course, after Bailey wins the belt, Nikki Cross then attacks her, confusing us all. So, very, very interesting stuff in the women's division going down there on Monday. And, of course, as I spoke, we got teased again. Braun Strowman in Osmos face to, well, chest. That's right. Osmos towers over Braun Strowman, making Strowman look a little bit smaller than he always has. Because, of course, he's been towered over most of the other wrestlers in his career. This time now, he looks like he's the small guy. Can't wait to see how that thing works out there at Crown Jewel, folks. Like I said, they're building all this stuff up for the next big pay-per-view. We cannot wait. And like I said, we'll have all the winners, losers, and everything, storyline, bloodline, whatever you need to know, coming out of Crown Jewel or going into it right here next week on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports. Keeping it going here on the Scrambled. Let's switch things up. Go from the WWE world to, well, the other channel. about wrestling John Moxley. Do you mind if I borrow this real quick? You mean, you mean, you guys mean this guy? <laughs> MJF in full gear. I'm going to mash your bones, man. I'm going to drink your blood. I'm going to gargle your piss. Get that John freaking Moxley. That guy, is that who we're talking about? episode of course a lot going on as they as well building up to their next big pay-per-view going down here in november full gear of course the big match on the docket mjf will be facing well now he'll be facing john moxley of course moxley in the match wednesday night knocking off pinta but before we get to that how about some other big things going on brian danielson with a huge promo in the back of course stirring up his own BCC members making things very, very interesting in their own group. That was a thing to keep an eye on. Also, my favorite tag team, the best tag team in the world, FTR. They took on Swerve and Glory. That's right, for the number one contendership. 
at ringside, though, we had the distraction of the gun club. And up on the stage, it was the acclaimed. That's right, scissor me, daddy. They were up on the stage watching the action go down. But in the end, of course, somebody could not go without cheating, swerve, throwing the low blow. And, of course, the gun club holding on to cash on the outside. Therefore, swerving the glory, getting the win. And now are the number one contenders to take on the acclaim, possibly coming up at full gear. I got to say, though, in my opinion, it looks like we're going to have a four-way, folks. Gun Club, FTR, Acclaim, and Swerving Glory going down. I think that would be amazing. Possibly a ladders match. We'll have to wait and see. But that's just my prediction right now going down. We'll keep an eye out for that. I do say FTR once again getting the old scoop job there from the booker hopefully in the end it will work out for them and they will get those straps one more time now other things that happened there how about the kingdoms Taven calling out Orlo he and Orlo will be battling there Friday night on Rampage for that TNT title course Taven coming over with Mike Bennett and Maria Canales here just recently from Ring of Honor signing with AEW and shaking things up very, very quickly. Also, you want to talk about shaking things up. How about the firm closing things out? That's right, but before they close things out, the match of the night you must check out. Brian Danielson and Sammy Guevara tore the house down, in my opinion, folks. One of the baddest matches I've seen in a while coming out of Sammy's camp. Very, very good stuff, and I gotta say, I feel the crowd starting to come back around for old Sammy. That's just my opinion. I hope it does happen in the long run, because he is very, very talented, and can do very, very cool stuff, in my opinion. So hopefully, in the end, he'll be back on the good guy's side. But like I said, the very questionable thing at the end of the night, the firm there, Stokely and his boys, were instructed not to mess with John Moxley after Moxley gets the win over Penta, the firm stormed the ring, destroying John Moxley, beating him down. And of course, we knew it was only a matter of time before the BCC would run to the ring. But they showed a camera shot from the back, and the firm had thought ahead what they had done. They chained up the BCC's locker doors. They couldn't get out there. Therefore, it left just one person. One person, and it was the person that told Stokely earlier that night not to do that. That's right, MJF telling Stokely not to do what he was doing. Therefore, MJF, after some back and forth on the stage, runs down to possibly maybe save Moxley, but instead gets the beatdown of his life from his former now group. That's right, the firm knocking down MJF a peg. Throwing him through the table. Morrisley, my guy say, Morrisley, my man, is looking brilliant. Brick shithouse he is. Make sure you, uh, hopefully they get him on the TV screen very, very soon. But he slams MJF through the table. And that is how we go off the air there Wednesday night. Folks, like I said, building up for something very, very good here very soon. Coming up. AEW Full Gear, of course, we'll have all the stories, winners, losers, and everything you need to know right here on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. Just one more thing here on the scramble before we close things up and get to the toast. How about going down this weekend, folks? If you've got nothing better to do, 
How about checking out the boxing match? That's right. I said it first. Boxing match going down between Jake Paul and Anderson Spider Silva. That's right. This match long awaited. All the shit talking is over. And now Paul and Anderson will put their money where the mouth is. I got to say, Jake Paul, he's been impressing everybody each and every time he stepped into that boxing ring. He's hung with some of the greats and knocked out some of UFC's greats. Now this time, will he have what it takes to stand with one of UFC's legends in Anderson Spider Silva? Folks, we'll have all the stories coming out of that boxing match right here next week. Plus, Jake Paul already trying to pre-plan, calling out Canelo. And also, who knows, maybe even Conor McGregor. That's right. That's what he wants after this match. But we'll have the details from this match coming up right here next week on the best breakfast wrestling and sports. With that, it's going to wrap up the scrambled. Stay tuned. I'm going to get her in here. We're going to spook you one more time. Wrap this thing up like a burrito. It's the toast coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Baby! Everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jam to jelly, cinnamon, butter, sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. I'd like to welcome back in my lovely kitty cat, the best witch of the West, the person that keeps this thing together, the lovely Miss LB. Yes, welcome back in here on this beautiful special. Spooky Breakfast 3, last Friday here in October, and we've got some cool cool things to tell you here on the toast this week. How about some special things coming up? Make sure you guys stay tuned and listen, but first, with this, we'll get to our favorite thing, the shout-outs. Coming on off with, give a shout-out to Pennywise Racing's Robert Smith. Also, a shout-out to Happy and Kinsey there at Support Your Local Racer. Support Your Local Racer. Shout-out to Limpy. Shout-out to Ohio Ohio Grudge Racing's Josh Robinson. Shout out to No Prep Felons, Bob Rye. Shout out to SRC. Shout out to Old Man Garage. Shout out to Bang That Lights, Destry Turner. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Tailgate Mafia. Shout out to Backwoods Garage. Shout out to Stripper Glitter. Shout out to On Tilt Racing. Shout out to Young and Boosted. Shout out to 24-7 Motorsports. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Team Mac, the Tunnies, Team Abeda, and Team Hilton. Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all my peeps at The Green Solution. Check out The Green Solution, 810 North College Road. Make sure you guys check it out for all your cannabis needs. Mm-hmm. All right, Lauren. Got a big special couple announcements here this week. Coming up here in just a short couple weeks. Special guest, returning guest. Do you have any... any uh... Returning veteran. That's no, right. That's right. Sure. How about the one, the only, Mr. Fort Time himself. That's right. The baddest outlaw figure eight driver on the planet. The number five, Ben Tunney, will be making his return right here in just a short couple of weeks. 
That's right. We'll be diving into his trip out west. That's right. The West Coast Nationals Outball Figure Eights going down Orange County Speedway. And we are going to be a part of that. That's right. Our names will be on his race car and along with several others. He's got a cool donation thing going. We jumped into that. We will be part of this race. So we will have him on here in just a short couple weeks to talk all about that race. So make sure you guys do not miss it. Also, if you want to be on this show and you're a race car driver, wrestler, athlete, or someone out there playing trying to promote yourself, get at us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure you guys are following us at easeandbees.org for all of our social media outlets out there. Also, very special LB holiday sale going on this weekend make sure you guys yes. click on that t public button it'll guide you to our page 35 percent off all weekend long go get you an ease and bees shirt hoodie sticker whatever you like there at that page items from five dollars all the way to 45 so support us support local support small businesses yes. check us out that's easeandbees.org click that merch button and it'll guide you right to where you need to be or if you want to hear any late or past uh, podcast episodes, click on any of those buttons there. It'll get you to what you need to see. And also, the March to a 1,000. Yeah. We know. Up it's crickets. Free. It's Cricketville. Here's how I feel free. about it. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about this. Yeah. I need everybody out there, pass the word. Subscribe to the E's and B's YouTube. We need all the help we can to get us over that hump so we can go live, especially now since we got another Special announcement coming to you right now. How about this? We have already secured our tickets. That's right. For New Year's Smash AEW. That's right. Going down December 28th. Easy and Beast Podcast. The Wrestling Sisters, myself and LB, will be in the building. On the floor. That's right. On the floor. December 28th for New Year's Smash AEW style. Make sure you guys... Go help us out. Click that subscribe button on that YouTube so you can be part of the action that whole entire day. You want to be there with us. I promise we're going to have some fun and you don't want to miss it. That's for sure. Nope. All right. With that, let's get right to it. Of course, this day in spots. That's right. 1991. The Twins win the World Series by topping the Braves one and nothing in 10 innings at the Metrodome in Minneapolis in game Seven. What a boring game. St. Paul native Jack Morris pitches a complete game shutout in what proves to be his only season as a twin. Mm. Poor Atlanta base running squanders a golden opportunity to tie up in the eighth. With Lonnie Smith, the runner on first base, Terry Pendleton smashes a long drive off the wall. Smith runs with the pit Smith runs with the pitch but loses sight of the ball. Hesitates rounding second and makes it only to third. In the Minnesota 10th, Dan Gladden doubles and scores on a single by pitch hitter Gene Larkin. And that is this day in spouts. That's a shame. I can relive this one, and it was a sad day in my household because we were pulling for the Braves like we did back then, and uh, it was, this was a rough one because they had the better team, in my opinion. Just came up one game too short. Mm-hmm. 
All right, with that, I got one more thing before I turn it over to you, LB, as we did here this week on the Spooky Breakfast number three. That's right, third traditional Halloween episode here on the E's and B's. We did some top fives here uh, on the meat segment, LB, and I got to ask you two things that kind of come in common with everything all about Halloween. One being, what was your favorite Halloween costume growing up? Um, I think... Probably my favorite was when I was a witch. Nice. I had a nice costume. That's funny because that's the number one costume. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yes, it is. How about this one? What was your favorite candy to get on Halloween? I liked Starburst and then as chocolates, of course, my favorite, uh, Snickers. Nice. And last but not least, your favorite Halloween movie. Oh, golly, that's a top, that's the toss-up, it could be a lot. Um, I like Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice, as you heard. Yeah, and I like, um, of course, Jason and Freddy, and I'm sure there's a couple out there I'm missing, but awesome. uh, those are, you know, traditional. Absolutely, those are the top three there, Nightmare Before Christmas number three, Halloween number two but the one that threw me off the number one halloween movie on all charts if you look it up on the internet what we do in the shadows very crazy i've never seen it we might have to check it out yeah we might all right with that of course i'm gonna toss things over we're gonna get to lauren get her notes and of course at the end we're gonna wrap your city okay let's talk about national holidays today friday The 28th of October is National Chocolate Day. Mmm, yes. Absolutely. Bandana Day. Nice. Frankenstein Friday. Champagne Day. Animation Day. One of my favorites. Breadstick Day. Mmm, get you some Pizza King breadsticks with cheese. Oh, Mm. yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, I'm hungry. Um, First Responders Day. Nice. Plushy Animal Lovers Mm, Day. Yeah. And Lemur Day. Nice. But we got some special birthdays. Okay. Um, today, happy birthday to Julia Roberts. Oh, pretty Bill woman. Gates, Brad Paisley. Nice, nice. And uh, this man. See if you can find out who it is. Oh. You know who that is? Charlie Daniels. Okay, good. The devil <laughs> went down to Georgia. That's yeah. for sure. Happy birthday, Charlie Daniels. Happy birthday. Saturday the 29th is National Cat Day. Meow. Uh, Internet Day. Always. Pitbull Awareness Day. Hug a sheep. Weird. I said sheep. Yes. And Stroke Awareness Day. Make sure you guys you know stay on top signs? of that. Yeah. Saggy arm, droopy face. Yep. Yep. Uh, slurry word. Yep. Uh, uh, uh. Eh, eh. All right. Mm. I was almost there. Three out of five ain't bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Good job. Good. I'm glad to know if I have a stroke uh, any time soon that you'll uh, get me the correct. Well, I might know three out of the five. Medical attention. That's fine. Uh, Sunday, uh, the day before Halloween Eve, it is Mischief Night and, of course, Candy Corn Day. Absolutely. Wouldn't be a day without it. Nope. Not at all. Um, All right. With that, let's get to it and wreck your city. Yay. Top 10 cities this week are number 10 is Bloomington, Indiana. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the top 10. Uh, 9, Columbus, Ohio. H O O H. Oh. Gotcha. Number 8, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, 
Number eight is perfruit, per, perfruit, <laughs> Sorry. Good Sorry. One. Sorry. It's just, it's a peach. <laughs> Seven is Hanover, France. Thank you, France. Six is Paris, Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> no S, please. Number five is Indianapolis, Thank Indiana. Thank you so much, Indianapolis. Number four is Denver, Colorado. G-Town. Making a huge leap. Oh, coming huge. back up that list. Hometown. Huge leaps and bounds. All right, all right. Week. Number three, Fort Collins, Colorado. Number two is Frankfurt. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Love to see how they Thank you so much. Celebrate Absolutely. Halloween. And, and on top for the first time in a long time. No, I think they were it's on top. It's been a while. Oh, okay. Never mind. Anderson how about A Town Down? Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Love. Give us that five star review, like LB always says. Pass the gravy. Spread the butter. Leave a tell comment. a friend. Tell a member. Tell somebody about this podcast have a spooky creepy safe happy halloween from us here at the e's and b's Mm -hmm. and until next week you know the drill boo make sure you eat your breakfast happy halloween peace Drink and drive. Absolutely not. Be safe. Please, everybody. See you next week. Episode 113. Coming at you.